Welcome to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Limitless Estates, where Kyle and Lolita talk to top experts and seasoned passive investors in the business to help provide clarity and key insights to keep you safe on your journey to financial freedom. Our goal is to help you get educated on how to create passive income for you and your family using real estate as your vehicle. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. Now, here are your hosts, Kyle and Lolita. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. We're your hosts, Lolita and Kyle. In continuation of our female guests for the first quarter of 2020 and celebrating successful women in the real estate industry, we have Monique Hom joining us today. Monique, thanks so much for being on with us. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Hey, well, thanks for being here. Well, I'm extremely excited to get into today's interview with you and especially to all you ladies out there. You will find so much value in this. So here we go. Monique is the founder of Real Estate Investor Goddesses. She is an educator and advocate for women to create wealth through real estate. She is a real estate investor, syndicator, and developer with over 14 years of real estate investing experience in various assets. Together with her husband and her investors, she owns over 1,200 rental doors across six different states. She is also a best-selling author of two books and the host of the Real Estate Goddesses podcast. It really sounds like you do it all. So Monique, let's start by you telling the investors a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do. So I I guess I have two businesses. On the one hand, I teach women how to invest in real estate. And then I'm also an investor. Mostly what I do is I syndicate larger commercial projects. So multifamily, some industrial, but that's what I do. So basically I bring together groups of investors to, to purchase these larger projects. That's awesome. Awesome. So you have experience in so many different niches. I'm going to read them off here and, and let me know if I hit them all. So you've got experience in mobile home parks, flips, RV parks, vacation rentals, ground up development, syndication, commercial and multifamily. And some of those intertwine with one another. But yeah. first, that's pretty amazing. But at the same time, how'd you become an expert at all of that? I wouldn't say I'm an expert in all of that. Um, so a lot of the, what I've done, well, I started off, um, my first investment was a house hack. I bought, um, I bought a duplex and rented it out so I could afford it. And then we got into flipping. Uh, and then I learned about syndication. So bringing groups of investors together. And uh, so I have, we have partnered with amazing people that are, um, experts in their different asset classes and my expertise now is really raising money so bringing um, bringing the, the the fundraising side so bringing investors together and then we partner with people that have decades of experience in their asset classes so I, we i learn enough so i can go deep enough to vet the deal but i'm not an expert in mobile home parks i'm not an expert in rv parks i just um I guess my expertise really is in uh, finding great partners and, and bringing investors together. Okay. That's still quite a job to take on is still, you need to know enough about the deal when you're raising capital to speak intelligently about it. And like you said, to vet it. So how do you keep your focus when you've got so many different asset classes kind of in the works? So partly it's, um, you know, I have a real people first philosophy in terms of getting, uh, you know, finding my deals and, I 
I really vet my partners. Uh, that's the first thing. So I, for me, it's partners, then market, then property in that order for finding my deals. Um, but I'm also a real estate nerd. So I'm always like, I'm a big, I, I'm always learning. And as I teach too, you know, the, the more you, you really learn deeply what you teach. So as a teacher, and then also while writing my book, The Real Estate Investor Guys Handbook, I really have gotten deep in a lot of different um, asset classes and, and in real estate. And then also just through my podcast and interviewing people. So just all of that nerding out on real estate has helped me to be able to to know a lot about the, the different asset class, or at least en enough so that I can um, comfortably vet the deals. Okay. So talk more about your team because you mentioned them. What does your team currently look like and how have they been able to elevate your game in the real estate and in entrepreneurial fields? Sure. So, um, I, you know, the different businesses, there are different teams. Um, I have... My, well, my partner, my, my business partner is my husband. So we work together. And um, so we're, he's like, he's, he's the A-team member. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, a couple of uh, assistants that work for us. We do the, the due diligence and underwriting ourselves. So my, our next step is to bring on somebody to, to have that role in our business too, I think. Um, but so far we've been doing that. Um, and then we, you know, we have the team, the bookkeepers and the, and the accountants and lawyers and insurance and brokers and that, you know, that larger team as well. How did you make the decision on who was going to be your first hire coming onto your team? Um, so our, our first hire was, you know, uh, you're not talking about like the people that we contract in terms of the, the, you know, the attorneys and CPAs, but really it's like the first person, the team member we hired. Exactly. So it was, um, it was an assistant. That's who we hired. Uh, we were getting in the weeds with all of the admin stuff, um, you know, and just, you know, there was so much little stuff to do. So I figured that was the easiest thing, at least to like take off the, take off our plate the things that could easily be done by, you know, a $15 employee um, and then start to take, take on more higher value work for ourselves. Okay. And going back to the partners, cause you mentioned that you have great partners and you look at that piece first. What are you looking for when it comes to a partner? That's a great question. So for me, one of my mentors, Beth Clifford taught me, the three C's whenever you're bringing on any, any team member. So it's a partner, employee, anything. And, uh, and these are in order of importance. So the first C is character. So what is their character? Who are they like? What's their integrity like? Um, how do they treat people? I look at how they treat everybody. Um, and so character is the first thing for me. And then I look at their commitment in our, and for me, with real estate investing, one of my main values is to leave a, a property in a community better than we found it. So I need somebody who has that same commitment. It's not about getting every dollar out of a deal. It's not about like, let's just, you know, they're never about being a slumlord. <laughs> you know, it's not about the money. Um, 
it's really it's like how can we add value so they need to have that same commitment but then they also need to have that same commitment to the actual deal or right? they need to be committed to showing up be committed to doing whatever it takes to make it happen um, you know especially for our investors so they have to have that commitment and then lastly it's capacity so where what is what is their skill set for what I need them to do and when I'm working with different partners I want them to be like the best uh, possible I've learned also by my mentor from my mentors that working with the best won't cost you money it'll make you money so that like that at that capacity they really need to be the best at what they do so those are that's what I look for um, in my partners and in everybody I work with yeah that's awesome so out of all the niches you currently have invested in and your investors investing in, what's your favorite asset class and why? It's my favorite asset class. I think um, my favorite asset class is probably multifamily, such so as B class, larger multifamily buildings. I love that there's always a need for that asset class. Um, you know, it's very recession resistant. There's, you know, people, when times go bad people in a class will go down to b class sometimes they're good c class will go up to b class there's always a need for that um asset class in a strong market so that's my favorite asset class right now it, it's quite heated so it's challenging to find a great deal right now um but working with amazing people and having you know being known you can get great like truly off-market deals i think i think are the ones that are really the only ones that are working right now. Um, the ones that go on market, it's very hard to make the numbers work. But with, uh, you know, with the connections that we have, we have been able to get some really great deals recently. But they're, they're, it's definitely not as easy as it was a few years ago. Yeah, that is for sure. So, you know, with, with such a large network that you have, you can kind of pick and choose which investments you want to go with. Do you pick and choose these investments based on where the market is at, or is it kind of more on a case by case basis? And when I say that, I mean, you know, picking a mobile home park investment over a self storage investment over a, you know, multifamily investment to raise capital for and to partner with someone on. Right. Yeah, that it's, it's true that it's, um, you know, we have to be picky probably for every 10 deals that come across my desk, I say yes to one or two of them. Um, and I choose people first. Um, so it's really, it's the, the partners. And then I look at the market. Uh, and then I look at the property. So really in that order is how I choose. So when I have a great team is, I, I think the most important piece. So the, the team and their, you know, great team with decades of experience and what they're doing um and then and then and then usually with the great teams and the partners that we like to work with it'll come with a it'll the market is makes sense and then the property makes sense but we we do bet all of that in that order okay have you found it difficult to raise capital for multiple asset classes um meaning you know maybe you're training your investors to maybe steer towards one asset class and then you go to another one and now all of a sudden you have three or four have you found that to be challenging well i think my investors are starting to get used to seeing different asset classes from us um so ultimately i think with investment it's about 
the no like and trust factor and you know does the deal make sense for that particular person at that time um not every deal is going to make sense for everybody at the time but i i get on the phone with every single investor i gotta find out what they're looking for and so we look for you know also in terms of the people first i look for deals that are matched to my investors more so than i look for investors that are matched to my deals and um and so a lot of them don't necessarily care if that asset if it's an industrial project versus a multifamily project i mean some do but mostly they want to make they want it to make sense they want their money to grow um and and they want the risk to be reduced so when those those factors are met uh you know some for some people the tax benefits are important other people you know that different people have different things that they value but once those benefits are are met when if it checks the box then they they tend to move yep okay so one of your missions to, is to assist 1 million women to achieve financial freedom through real estate so how are you doing this how's it coming and tell us a little bit more about that yeah it kind of came as this divine, divine download one day i was at a, another conference real estate investor conference and like I'd gone there for two days. I was at the hotel gym, like the, the morning after the conference. And I was just thinking about that, uh, that room and, um, and how I was probably one of, I think I was one of eight women in a room of 120 people. Um, and it was they're just, and that was, there's just so few women. And it really, I was like on the elliptical and it's like, came down like you were going to help women come into this room and um you know and being able to help one million women create financial freedom came as this like this mission um and, and in terms of the that but the how did not come <laughs> the what of it came but not the how is going to happen and i'm still figuring that out i'll be honest so i've just been given like the next step and the next step and we're doing events and podcasts and investment opportunities and training and books and you know just however however i can but then you know at my events um we have a mantra and and that's you know this all women event we just had one our wealth through real estate event a couple weeks ago and the mantra i have the women share is like i'm here to be financially free and to bring others along with me and i let them know that you know I, I have this mission, but I can't do it alone. Like, so I see you and I want to help you. And then you're going to reach back and you're going to help somebody else. And they're, they're going to reach back and you're going to help somebody else. And that way we're going to get to our million. It's not going to be by me alone. So I appreciate you guys inviting me um, here to speak and hopefully like we can bring some more um, women into the fold. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I see you everywhere on social media and you're doing a fantastic job. So definitely keep up the good work for sure. Thank you. Yeah. So in your investing career, what was the biggest mindset shift you had to make to get over from where you were on day one to where you are now? Because you've grown so much over just even the last couple of years. So mm -hmm. what was that mindset shift that kind of had to happen? The biggest shift that created a quantum leap for me um, was learning from one of my mentors, Robert Helms. So I had this random conversation with him. But up until then, I'd been flipping and then we were looking to do some buy and holds. And I was looking in LA for a fourplex because that was all I could imagine at that time. Uh, that all felt really big and, <laughs> uh, and scary at the time. And he told me uh, two things. First thing he said was, yeah, LA is a tough market. 
I, I always say, live where you want to live, invest where the numbers make sense. And I went, huh, I never thought of that. I always thought you had to invest where you lived. It just never crossed my mind. So literally that opened up the world. And then the next thing he said was, um, you can get that fourplex by yourself. You're limited to your own capital and credit. He said, alternatively, you could bring a group of investors together. And instead, you could get 100 or 200 unit apartment building. And, I, and then he started telling me about the benefits of that. And I went, mind blown. <laughs> like, I had no idea that was a thing. I didn't, I was not tapping into OPM, other people's money, OPT, other people's time, other people's expertise, other people, like we were doing everything by ourselves. Really, we were buying houses all cash. We weren't leveraging anything. We we're just mm. doing everything alone. We had contractors during the work, but like everything was us. And, um, and once I learned that, oh, like I'm not limited to like my, my sources, the capital and credit, but really in all the other resources that you could partner with other people. And that's when I really, really grew. So from the, in that one year, we went from two units, two doors to over a thousand wow. by, you know, implementing this partnering with other people. Yep. So that was a huge mindset shift. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Lolita is going to take us into our final five questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Monique, what advice would you give to women out there looking to get started in real estate investing? So the two pieces of advice. First, get an education um, because what you don't know can cost you. Um, but more, almost, you know, more importantly is take action. So you want education for effective action, but you need to get into, into action. So that's, that's the best advice I can give. Education for effective action. Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. I like that. Awesome. What is the one tool you use in real estate investing that you could not do without? Oh my gosh. Um, my phone. <laughs> sounds so mundane, but everything is on my phone. Talking to my investors, talking to my team members. It's like this little computer in my pocket is um, everything. And we're spending the next year, uh, my husband, my daughter, and I is traveling around the world. We're going to be nomadic, um, spending two to three months in different countries. Love so that. we've set ourselves up. So we're really like just location independent. But it was like the computer and the phone and I could do all of it. So yeah, that yeah. is awesome. Very cool. Can you tell us a story about your biggest mistake in real estate investing and the main takeaway for our listeners? Oh my goodness. There are so many. Where do I begin? Um, I think the biggest mistake, and it's probably been repeated multiple times, but this is one example, what is, was to go with the cheapest person thinking that, you know, it's like, oh, well, we're trying to save money and the point of investing is to save, you know, it's like spend less and you know, so then that's, that's where you'll go. So, you know, with contractors, going with the cheapest and not the best um was very and you know i've done that it, it took me a little bit to learn that lesson fully, <laughs> but i think i've eventually learned it was that those are expensive mistakes um yeah. when you um when you try to cheap out and then don't get the best person because then you have to hire the, per, the good person to come fix what the other person yeah. did or even just takes or you'll lose time and that's money the, or you know and then this is a, a variation of that has been when we've tried to DIY everything <laughs> again we are not necessarily the best people to be doing the job um, and then we make the mistake so like those are that's been 
that's been the biggest thing and, and learning that lesson and um, not doing that has, has really been game changing for us. All right. What is it that you need to do now to grow your life to the next level? So right now, like the past year, my huge focus has been on my own personal development because um, I know that it's like all, this mindset is everything. And when I, you know, never, and that, I love that question. You said, it was like, what was that mindset shift that you needed to have in order to get to that next level? And it's all, like Tony Robbins says, success is 80% psychology, 20% strategy. And so for me, it, I've, I'm making, making, I've been making huge investments in my psychology, my personal development, because I know in order to be that person that can help 1 million women find financial freedom. Like I can't do it from the same level where I'm at. I have to grow. So that's, that for me is, is the big thing. Awesome. And lastly, where can people find out more about you? I guess the best place is my website, reigoddesses.com um, or Instagram, at reigoddesses and real estate investor goddesses on Facebook. Awesome. Well, first off, thank you so much for what you do for the women in this industry. It is so, so, so inspiring. Uh, so thank you so much, Monique, for being on our show. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Monique. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. You can also go to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Group on Facebook so you can connect with Kyle and Lolita and ask your questions that you want them to answer on the show. Subscribe too so that you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, head on over to limitless-estates.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with Kyle and Lolita, sign up on the Contact Us page so you can talk to them directly. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.